Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, cool your drink in 60 seconds, brick up your wall, and a way to keep your hands cool during those intense gaming sessions. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. Sack them! I am KT Data, one half of the show, and joining me is a man who not only tries to inspire the youth but all is always constantly trying to reinvent himself plus he is you know because i tell you guys he's like the best at everything he does but you know not talking to him for a month just made me realize how awesome he is the one and only drew tyler how you doing man i'm good i'm good as you can see i've brought me all of me and look at that that is beautiful for all you guys who are listening to the audio version you need to check out the video version and just like tell drew how awesome his yeah. sick new do is. Yeah, I got a sick new do. I like I like this. So I I, uh, I wore a hat all day. Didn't really get out and do much of anything. And then it was time for show. I just uh, put a comb through it. And it all stood up nice and tall. So I've got kind of a faux hawk mohawk. It's, almost, it's pretty. It's, yeah, I, I think you should rock it for day one of, yeah. the, of the fall semester. Yes. Yes. And then I could be like, listen, guys, I know what I'm doing. You should listen to me because I am yeah and i do a podcast yeah and you're like i'm hip with you kids too it's funny on my my class in my master's class we did podcasts for you know one of their assignments they had to do podcasts i think we talked about this on one of the episodes and i actually got an email after classes over that said hey i really enjoyed doing a podcast and so i need all of your like like help me like what's the next step how do i distribute how do i make it out there and so this guy has started his own podcast for um like world-class dads i think or something he's calling it dad of the year anyway i'm pretty excited because it's like Cool. Like we got another one. Yay. We 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 just get everybody hooked on because, um, yeah. I mean, I I have like, what is it now? Six seven people who just are always asking me when we're recording our next Dice Masters podcast. On there, I've created monsters. You have created yes. You have created <laughs> monsters, and now your monsters are creating their own monsters. It's awesome. All right. So if this is your first time watching the show, first of all, welcome to the show. And boy, are you on an awesome show. Uh, it's gonna be good. Gonna and be good. so, before we actually go into our projects tonight, we have some news on there. So, uh, Drew, it's fair to say last year, and actually probably in the most recent years, Kickstarter has been really well known for their uh, high visibility video game Kickstarters, right? Yes, they've had quite a few, like Shimu and a couple others, that have just made waves. Yeah, you know, you got your Double Fine Adventures, you yep. have, um, why am I blanking at all <laughs> right now? Well, Shenmue uh, was one, wasn't yeah, it? Shenmue, and uh, oddly enough, uh, a couple days ago was their one-year anniversary, and they're working, and he's thinking it's going to be an awesome game That's on good. there, because I paid a pretty penny for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> live on stream, too, of all things. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> on there. So what's interesting is there's a company... Who you you know all these like different analytic firms and stuff come out of the woodwork when you start reading news articles. Um, but yes. this one is called Ico Partners. They released a summary of Kickstarter data for the half first half of 2006 on there. Um, and one of their findings Wait, 2006 or, or 2016. 2016. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. My high school reunions this Saturday, so it, you should. I'm, I'm, it's it's I'm living in the past now. So. <laughs> <laughs> On there, but they actually realized that physical tabletop games have raised six times more money than video games in the first half of 2016. Um, 
Six times more money. Yeah, and four times more projects were funded too. Do you, does that have anything to do with the fact that they're the tangible, right? So a board game requires to be a bigger fund, a bigger you gotta you gotta back it with more just because there's tangible items. Whereas yeah. software, it's like give me five bucks, give me ten bucks, I'm gonna give you a game. I think it's it's, it's, it's actually a combination of both. But like six times more is huge. So there have been a lot more, I would say, video game fails. Like Mighty Number no. Nine just came out, and boy. Are things going wrong? People are like, not happy. They're not. Like I, people weren't getting the right codes or the right systems, and like everybody's like, the game looks like crap. Yeah. They, in fact, I said somebody mentioned that it looked more like a cheap, like a cheap B style knockoff than an actual like predecessor. You know, like an actual like part two. It actually, <laughs> it, people were like, no, 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 this is like a horrible knockoff by somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it been poorly. Because I, I I know you like the Mega Man games back. I loved them. I loved them, and so I was actually eager, and I kind of want to get my hands on this series, you know, the new bits to be like, okay, I'll be a judge for myself because I'm a Mega Man fan. I'm hearing so much well, negative judging, stuff. Judging by how it's doing, Black Friday, you'll be able to get it for like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, we'll yeah. wait until then on there. Um, on there. So I think that's part of the problem is there have been a lot more negative con- connectivity to it. Plus, Fig, which we've mentioned on the site before, right. has actually started getting... More games funded over there. Um, I think the Kevin Smith game was funded over there. Uh, Rock Band 4, even though they weren't successful, mm-hmm. they still went over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see what else were... Let's see. Um, oh, Psychonauts 2 got $4 million, but that was on FIG hmm. um, on there. And you just don't have these like big ones where last year, like we, we mentioned it, Shenmue was there. Right. Um, what was the other one? There was another big one that actually happened right there. Um, Amplitude was one, but that was yeah, a while ago. Amplitude, I actually finally got my vinyl. So Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's a, nice. A Bard, the Bard's Tale 4 got 1.5 million. Shenmue got 6.3 million. Divinity Original Sin 2 got 2 million. Battle Chasers Night War got 8,500,000. 000. Battletech got 2.7 million. And Friday the 13th got dollars on there. So last year we had a lot of those big ones. And I think part of it is that people have just been burnt by video game ones that they're not backing these, these games anymore. Like your little run and gun indie ones seem to be still doing okay. Hmm. But these larger ones, people aren't backing anymore because they feel burnt about it. That and it takes and- so long for them to actually get around to that, you know, to being done. And some companies are doing the, uh, Hey, back us, get the Kickstarter going so that we at least can walk into a, a studio and say, Hey, we have X number of dollars and backers help us finish this. And so, really, the backing is not the full project; it's like a quarter of the project that they still need to be mm-hmm. assisted. Yeah, and I think honestly, earned. board gamers are actually a more dedicated fan base than video gamers. It's, I would have to agree. It, it, it's it's kind of crazy, but the more time I spend in board game stores and stuff, because if you think about it, people are willing to spend a good board game costs probably around fifty to sixty dollars and yep. up. And yeah, plus are, the expansions yeah. and parts and pieces. Yep. Yeah, and people are really vehement about it. And I think board gamers actually just the community seems to be a lot more trusting. And they, they, they I think they're, I don't know yet, but they seem less toxic and they seem more cohesive as a community on that. So I well, think. Well, because you think about it, like in the, in the video game world, you still have console like divisions. Yeah. Right, PC versus consoles versus console versus console. Whereas tabletops, everybody's got a tabletop. Yeah, you don't have the mahoganies versus the oaks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My table's better than your table. We'll play uh, over here. Yeah. So, 
Um, I think that may be the reason. So if you're looking to make a project, you may want to consider some of these factors on there, or if you're trying to decide what to do. Um, ironically, though, one of the best-selling tabletop games is actually based on Dark Souls, which is a video game. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that, um, which is kind of hilarious. All right, so on to our second bit of news that we have tonight. Um, I've seen a lot of these pop up over the years since we started. Before, it used to be only one or two companies. But more and more, you start hearing people talking about marketing services specifically for crowdfunding. So like, yeah, and it's and it's it almost becomes spammy. So when I've started some kickstarters, within a day or two of launch, you'll always get messages in the back end that are like, "Would you like to get a guaranteed, you know, X number of viewers and eyeballs?" And it's just like, "Who, who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's starting to become more and more a problem because Kickstarter wrote a guide. <laughs> actually like I'm, figuring out if uh, people are legit well on on things you should ask when you're finding um crowd Very looking nice. marketing services because not all market you as a marketer who has marketing services that you offer to other people you don't fit every mold right 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 they're, they're you know they're just you know somebody's expecting drew i need to post every 55 minutes on our twitter account and stuff that's i don't think you do that unless they write six zeros behind a one or something right right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> on that so they they want you to actually you know ask yourself some of these questions like first one is how did you find out about this service and this is probably one of those the best ways to figure out what you're doing because there's a lot of those fly-by-night ones like so i get all the emails that come through my day jobs um general email on there and if i see it where it it addresses Dear and it's and our 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 the email is info right so if I get dear info uh, dear I'm like info. I'm not even reading the rest of this <laughs> so you don't know so, me so if it seems super generic like dear project creator or if you named your account like your company LLC and it says that instead of your yep. name that might be almost a guarantee it's almost guaranteed that they're they're using you there yeah and then so next thing is find out what they're offering because not everybody offers every, you know the same feature set so you may want something but they might not even do it all you're like hey i want you to make facebook ads for me but they do their most of their marketing on twitter that may not be a good fit um and the other is does this service meet your feet your needs on that so you want to think about your specific community um and where they communicate how they communicate and what's going to respond well to them because you don't want to start going to a forum full of like 3d makers who like know the nuts and bolts and just say well, you have your extruder here and, you know, start start with the basics. <laughs> you want to be on the same level, right? True. Um, it's true. On there. And this is an important one is what is their track record? How good are they at their job? Um, Do they have some other uh, projects that they've been able to get back to? Um trying to remember who did we have on the show almost a year ago. Funded Today. Yeah, Funded Today. Um, those guys had a couple projects, actually. They did well. Yeah. They've got a track record and they and they were legitimately like – they knew how to make things move. And so that's the due diligence. Figure yeah. that out before you grab somebody. Yeah. And this is great. So if you actually do get a spam account, you can report them on Kickstarter. They want you to report <laughs> them so they can get rid of them because they don't allow spam. And another thing, if they say they're affiliated with Kickstarter, they're lying to you. Kickstarter <laughs> yes. has publicly said they don't endorse or have any affiliations with any marketing services. It's a, li- it's, a, it's a little more um, teeter-totter with Indiegogo, but they only have a handful of companies. So not one of those don't do them um so like i i don't know drew do you recommend getting a marketing service for your project i i if you have 
a certain level, yes. So I think that it, that there's okay there's outside of just hiring you straight up. Right, right. No, Cause, I really because you can't that... you can't go wrong if they hire you straight up. <laughs> I could do this all myself. No, it comes down <laughs> to time, right? So if your project is big enough that you are looking to raise over fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, and um, you need traction and traffic, that we talk about this all the time. You should have that ready to go before you hit launch. Like you should find your people and get them all ready to act. But if you need help with that prior to or early on, I think the larger campaigns, it's it's worth it to to bring some on. And some of those spammy ones I've seen are actually they'll say, We'll do this for a you know, this percentage or whatever. Like, you know, we saw your project and we'll do it for three percent of your final whatever. So then you have to take that into account of everything else. But um if you do your due diligence and they and they've got a good track record, then I think there is merit to having somebody who knows the marketing part of the internet. It's not easy. It's not everybody knows that a lot of people will get lost real quick. And so I make sure you do your due diligence, find out what else they've done, that they can deliver proof that they can deliver what they say they can deliver. For instance, if they come and tell you that they can get you uh you know Twenty thousand followers on Twitter. Go check their Twitter account and see how many if they have. Right? If they only have fifty, they probably don't know what they're doing on Twitter. <laughs> it happens. Sadly, it happens. And, and if their name is Drew Tyler, you should hire him. But yeah, you yeah, need to keep in mind that he's busy Tuesday nights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have something going on. Um, all right. So before we jump to our projects, usually we have our kick shouts. I don't have anything to mention this today on there. But if you have any, if you're running a project or you want us to just you know, give a project a shout out, send us a Twitter length message. So tweet it to us about the project and I'll read it verbatim on there as long as you don't put profanities on there. But so oh, for, he'll read that too and he'll, he'll yeah. giggle. He'll yeah. Giggle. Yeah. So, but for, for tonight, I guess our kick, kick shout is the uh, Fostro boy as DMAX has dubbed you. <laughs> right. Take it. I'll take it. All right. So our first project of the night, so Drew, it has gotten really hot. We, it is definitely summer now in Utah. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> on there. I'm actually baking in my studio right now. So this may have influenced what I picked. But so how many times have you gone? You're like, man, I really want a nice ice cold drink, right? You go to your fridge, it's empty. But then you go to your storage closet or your pantry and you're like, oh, I just bought a six pack. Cool. Then you grab it. The can is warm. It's warm. <sighs> I do it all the time with bottles of water. We get bottles of water out of our uh or under stairs pantry, and they're just warm, mediocre, yeah. lukewarm. So the Hypercool is here to solve that project. So the Hypercool is actually a device that is a portable cooler that will chill your drinks within 60 seconds. On Seems that like witch, witchcraft right yeah. there. And if you want it super cool, it will cool If you leave it in for 90 seconds, it will cool it to ice cold on that. So the way this works is the Hypercool actually has this tray where you pour water into it and then freeze it overnight for at least 10 hours on there. Then you insert it into the tray and then it starts spinning your can. So it'll fit two regular size cans or one of those tall boys in there and it will spin your can for 60 seconds. And within 60 seconds, it will make your drink cold. If you leave it in for 90, it gets about ice cold. What is on the other side of that? Um, it's a little spinning thing. The, the top is a motor. Oh, so it's just uh, spinning the yeah, can, but it just spins the can. A lo- and w- what it's doing is it's spinning it along the ice that you actually put in this tray right here. Let's see if I can get a picture of that. So there's uh, there's ice. So you in load there. it up with ice first. So you freeze the thing. You put water into the tray, and you freeze the tray 
on there. And so while it's spinning, it's slowly melting that ice and causing water. And what it's doing, the reason why it's spinning is to increase the surface area that it's cooling. So it cools right. the full can. And the faster you kind of move that around, it wicks away the water. Um, okay, so if I have a carbonated drink and it just sits there and spins, is there? Am I like ready? To, is it going to blow up? No. So they they I'm not they, shaking they, it. They, but... they, they've timed the spinning so it's not going too fast, whereas you're losing carbonation or agitating it. So it's oh. just spinning at the right speed um, to cool it down. This actually works, and, and people are like, "How do you know it works?" Because you people actually do it a lot with wine bottles. You stick it into a bucket of ice and you turn it for about fifteen minutes or so, and it will cool down your wine. Um, faster so than it, just what, leaving yeah, it yeah so it kind of works the same way on there and you notice that it's only using cans on there which is great um and you can do about 18 cans on um for on your, a block co- of ice yeah on your block of ice or until the block of ice melts um <laughs> that's all I, I love this idea because i'm not gonna drink more than two cans at once well no <laughs> no no one should <laughs> but that is an interesting idea i just don't understand like I guess I've I've taken water bottles and other things and throwing them into my ice okay. chest, you know. And, and and so I'll, I'll give you a tip if you want it to actually run a little faster. But I have no idea if this is going to actually corrode the machine or not. You put some you put some salt in there, and what happens is it lowers the freezing temperature of the of the ice, so it can actually absorb more heat into it, and it will actually cool it faster. The problem with that is you're putting salt into your ice, so the ice is going to melt. So you may not get 18 cans on that. But and I have no I, I have no idea if the salt water is going to corrode the spinner thingy dually on top. Um, you may want to clean that. It's a risk that yeah. I'm willing to take. But yeah, but I'm like, okay, I can make I can wait a minute and a half because usually the way I do it is I just throw it into the freezer and wait 15 minutes. But I can't do that on the go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and, but and, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, yeah. I bet you could do that. And, and this 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 is a, has advantage of using just a cooler because then you don't have to have call a cooler full of ice everywhere. That's true, because I'm thinking, like, if I can't remember to keep my drinks in the, in the, in the freezer, how am I going to remember to keep this thing in the freezer? It's uh, So you just got to do it the night before you go. Yeah, that's the thing. I, should, I might as well just put the can in there. <laughs> but you're gonna, it's going to explode if you leave the can in the freezer. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and, and, who, and you've probably done this before. You've driven, like, four or five hours. If you do that, it's going to be warm by the time you get there. You, this is sure. instant. This is instant. I like where they're going with this. This is there, and it stuff. comes with a little handy carrying case and everything, where you can. Well, take right, it. You're hanging out at the at the park or the barbecue. Uh, that's good. Man, that that's kid good. is dangerously. That's not how you roast a marshmallow. <laughs> like the kid's like sticking the marshmallow into the fire. <laughs> <gasps> no, no, that's no. not how you do it. You're, you're just gonna like have a burnt f- marshmallow, flaming ball of fire. But I, I do like this, um, and I do know it works. See, you, you can see on this one where he's spinning, there's water. If you just stick your finger on there, there's water that's gathering on the side of it, and that water is actually helping cool the can. So it, it doesn't work with plastic bottles. It only works with cans, but that's the most effective thing because the can conducts the heat out. Right, right. Nice. nice. On there. So I don't know. Is this a backtrack or sack i back this bad boy what are, what are they looking for how much money are they looking uh, for they, if you do the early bird it's 89 dollars mm, um that's a lot of cans man it's a uh, hundred bucks elsewise if you miss the early bird i don't think it's bad it's you're just buying you're really just buying the motor right that's i can i can get a block of ice and and uh but then pay, you have to lug the to block of ice it. everywhere yeah <laughs> all right, all right. It's a track. It and then you, you got to. I was thinking it. this thing was like thirty bucks, yeah. thirty-five. I, I like how the compact is. For me, it's it's back. 
because I've done it so many times. We're like, but if I only have to wait a minute and a half, I'll wait a minute and a half instead of like 15 minutes or something on that. All right. So that was the hypercooler. If I can find the right lower third. Hypercool. Bring it on. On there. All right. So for our next project, this, yeah, I, I, Legos are, Legos are near and dear to your heart. Yep. Um, on here and like the funny thing is when I did the show notes I automatically put this into the <laughs> you knew, you knew into, doing. into your slot because I'm like he's he's gonna do it there's there's no he way he's not doing. gonna do it so so tell everybody what, what our next project is there is no surprise that uh, I love the Legos I took my girls down to Brick Slopes the other day uh, down in in Orem and yeah, it was was everybody like what it's pretty cool like I should have took my brick book down there but Brick Slopes was just a lot of Legoing fun uh, a neighbor this actually was like the win win so it was an inexpensive evening of fun just kind of looking at Legos playing with their giant pit of Legos and a neighbor texted me and was like hey I've got buckets of Legos because you know I posted this on Instagram I didn't know you liked Legos and your girls like Legos. We'll, we'll come down and drop off big buckets of Legos for your girls. And I was like, yes. In fact, she wrote Peach and me at the same, you know, together. Yeah. And so I asked, you know, I glanced over to Stace and she's like, we don't need any more Legos. So I quickly replied back. I was like, hell yeah, send them down. <laughs> Before Stacy could be like, no. So I got. Well, I need some Legos. I got tons. <laughs> got tons. So I uh, will introduce you to our next project. If you remember my beautiful brick book case. Which that, which is the coolest thing ever, but it's like an anti-productivity thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it won me a contest. I won a contest with BrickBooks. What? Their May contest, I think. So they're sending me 500 free. Oh, I'm jelly. Colors. I'm yep. jelly. And you know I've got tons of I'm jelly. I, I I'm my jelly. kids stuff. So here's the cool project that they're doing now. They have created, because the, the BrickBook has done well, they've now created Brick Tile which is compatible wall, wall tiles that are compatible with Legos. So, yeah, you can buy these like anywhere at the stores, and they're actually pretty expensive, these flat these flat ones. They're a hot commodity. But what's neat about these is that they've, they've been able to manufacture these kind of wall, you know, flat ones. And I love they have stuffed animal that's up here removable too. adhesive on the back. So you, anything that's smooth, you can stick it up. You just peel that thing off, stick it up on the wall, and it can be... Uh, and it's reusable, too, which is great. Yeah, you they, pull it back off and move it down to the, down the hall a couple times. Um, re- really, a very cool idea. And I love, I love that they're... They get a lot of cool uses out of it. Not just, not just like flat art, which all their art looks really, really good. But they also like do it to hold pens and pencils and yeah, pictures. They, they have these clips and stuff they're putting together. Yes, um, and, those very cool. And I love how they're redesigning these. I wish that I had these because that was my only gripe with the bricks that come with the brick book. They're tight. They're, they're they're kind of a pain to remove off the thing. So now they're adding a little groove at the bottom for easier removal. Because yeah. they, yeah, and it makes it makes a lot of sense. And that's something that again, I built mine out, and I and I don't dare change it right now because it takes so much to. Yeah, you know, to pop them off and move them around. So I really do like what they're doing with the with the brick tile. They are um, man, they they know their stuff. They know their stuff, and so they've got all the packs. You can get uh, two blues or two whites, which is I think these bricks are what do they measure? Eight by eight. Uh, yes, you are. You remember that? <laughs> no, ten by ten. Ten by ten, yeah. So ten by ten, but you put two of those side by side, and, and like this is something I would put right outside my office. And I'm sure go the, away, students. Yeah, I'm sure the kids would like put ridiculous things on there. I'd come back to like 
all sorts of dirty things. I know my kids would just my students. Yeah, but I would do it because it would be hilarious. <laughs> or maybe maybe I will get the school. Don't tell anybody. I get the school to buy a couple of these beginner packs. And then I could like label each of the studio rooms like this. Oh, room, that room. dude, that would be epic. Design. That'd be a great way to say that like would be this epic. is the cat cave. This is the, that. And and, and and then you can move like the bricks. You know, have a red and uh, like a, a red and a green one. And like on like, air, not on air. Yeah, like using don't disturb and stuff. Like where we're going with this. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the brick tile is pretty dang cool and uh i i don't know i've already doubled their goal and like i trust these guys they yeah they they totally you know are doing the only problem that we had was i didn't see their email where i was supposed to email email them like three months before on wires and chip yet um on there but that that was partially my bad for not reading the updates (laughs) (laughs) but we got it It it's good i love mine i absolutely love mine and everywhere i go Somebody will stop me every time I have it open. Like when I was at Mashable, when I was just uh, working at, at you know coffee shops, like everybody stops me. That's what that's this? what I need to do is actually make a cool design and go sit in a coffee shop. That is, that is how I'm gonna I'm gonna meet my dream girl, right? It is. It is. And I'm what you just... need to do your design on the front has to be something to do with your podcast, whether yeah. it's Dice Masters show yeah. or this show or Noms. And then they're gonna say. Not only is that cool, they'll say, what is that? And you just you pitch them. Yeah, well, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> but I think, uh, for me, this is a total back, and I'm trying to figure out. I think I might get like a six-pack. Yeah. One, like, two. I only need two. Like Two would be plenty for each room, and I could do one for the podcast studio, the, how about, how about the uh, we, studio. Should, and, we, should we do the 150-pack, and then we can just split it up? <laughs> or the 20-pack? Oh, wow, <laughs> couple to you, couple to me. I could justify this, right? <laughs> or, or, or how about how about the uh, five hundred one, the eighty pack, forty to me, forty to you? <laughs> that would be a huge. <laughs> I'd put that in the break room, and then I would just leave a bucket of bricks there. Oh, that's a great ten thousand little bricks. My yeah. students would waste so much time doing that that no homework would get done. I'll put it in the study room. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Oh, that's great! I, I love it. That's a back for me too. And for you guys wondering, they're not infringing on Lego rights because the Lego patent actually has expired. Yes, Legos have been out for that long. Uh, they can't call them Lego, but if you read them, they say they're Lego compatible or brick compatible. So, brick, brick, yep, building uh, brick compatible. Yep. So that's a double back for the brick tile. All right, love it. Our last project of the night. I didn't pick it, but apparently everybody else is thinking about the heat and stuff too. So, Drew, I know you're a big video gamer. Do you, uh, do you, do you have this problem? You know, you and your wife are in, entrenched in the game of The Witcher. Um, which we've been playing a lot of lately, yeah. Blood and Wine. Oh, so good. It was, so we have intense battles going on, you know, and all of a sudden the controller just slips out of your hands because your hands are just so sweaty since you're just so into the, in, into the moment, right? Sorry, no. No, I have a pretty good grip. She, she, probably, she has sweaty hands. Maybe she would lose it, but she doesn't yeah. play that much. But so like, what is this thing? But, yeah, yeah. So um, what it is, our last item is called the Cool NATO on that. Cool NATO. And it is actually a device to uh, cool your hands down. Uh, or to dry your hands and cool them within five wait, wait, seconds. Wait. This is just a fan. Yeah, it's a fan. This is a but, fan. But it has LEDs in it, and it's directional. Oh, it's a light-up fan, and it which direction? Up. Like, so you so so you know how you have the hand cooler at the bowling alley where you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> this uh-huh. is this is a USB powered version of it. <laughs> this is I love brilliant. It. I love it. 
So you, it, oh my it, gosh. it runs on a USB plug. So you, if you have a wall adapter, you plug it into your computer. And if you're playing on your computer, sure, why not? But for PC gamers, it totally makes sense. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff they would do. So yeah. you put it right. So his problem was he would, his hands, you know, intense CSGO matches and stuff. Right. You know, in between rounds, his hands are all sweaty. So you just take them off. You put it over there. It dries your hands within five seconds. Um, wild. Like, I love it. it. And it has a cool color on it. Uh, you know, nothing too fancy, but I love it. It has a switch to turn it on and off. Um, I think it works. I, it sounds really, I mean, really, how how difficult would this be? Um, yeah, and he's looking to deliver by the end of the year, so it's going to make a good Christmas gift. He's been 3D printing a few of yeah. these. You just like so you can be mousing around with your one hand mousing around and then you just ro- slide over. Yeah, you know, loading for- screen comes up, you just stick your hand over the thing and you're like, I'm cool, I'm ready to go. I can grip. Um, and like a lot of people apparently have been saying that it is, uh, um, it's kind of relaxing too, you know, soothing and relaxing. I was the lights. Yeah, on there. So I, I mean, this is a simple idea, but I think it's genius. Right. Well, here's, and, it, and it is. Did it just launch today, or is it been up for? Uh, I think days? it might have launched today, uh, August fourth. So it actually launched yesterday. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they that they do something. Uh, Twenty five dollars sounds about right. Uh, Fifty for two. Wow. So I, I'm I'm hoping they do they do well because it doesn't look like it has a lot of traction yet. At least yeah. for their twenty thousand dollar goal like they're like a 40 yeah so it's gonna it's gonna come with a white light and then you can make it red blue or green um and hopefully he'll get some more colors before they ship on there i i think it's it's a great simple idea not too complicated so you don't have to install like do you know you can install firmware on your mouse pad that's too much for me like it's gotten that crazy where i'm like i yeah this is okay this is fine i don't know firmware just needs power and good to go like I think you'd be, you know, you bring that to a land party and stuff, you get some like huge geek cred yeah. on there. So like for yeah. me, I I think this is actually a track. I, I like it. I don't do a lot of gaming, sadly enough. Cause... And I don't I don't sweat a lot for sure, but I do love the idea. I, I'm with you though. It's genius. It's like wow, bowling alleys. They were onto something years ago. Yeah. So let's just use it here. Um, this is brilliant. I I'm yeah. I think it's great. I just found out that there's actually a gaming center like land center down in north salt lake i had no idea uh yeah they just opened and they've been doing league tournaments and stuff yeah i gotta get down there i i need to i need to do some live podcasting from there dude i yeah and i had to if my bank account had more money in it i would have bought a gaming computer today but i didn't (laughs) luckily you were saved by luckily i was broke yeah that's hilarious this is great i love this uh i'll go with the track as well cool nato track for me all right, so that is kind of the last of our regular projects on there. Now it is time for our sack of the week. And this is great. The project is called Tokyo Japan. We're doing Tokyo Japan. On there. It is uh, by the creator. What did he call himself? Sir Isaac. Sir Tokyo- Isaac Wells Fargo. Yeah. Uh, to- Tokyo Ninja Pimp White Chocolate Chicago. Not a product of my environment. On there, so like, is he trolling us? Like, is he just is he just trying to like in all the is. words that he thinks people I, can I, look? Yeah, because I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, but his well, goal is to do some community service in Japan, more specifically Tokyo, before the end of the year. All before everybody rushes to Japan for the 2020 Olympics. Well, you got some time. I mean, really, you got four years. Yeah, but so you want to break down the the community service he wants to do is he wants to use all available funds to record multiple mixtapes and then travel over to Tokyo. Damn. 
Japan to perform the recording live in unscheduled concerts for impoverished areas of Tokyo. Uh, the amount is high due to how expensive the cost of living in Tokyo, Japan. I plan to stay there no more than a month to accomplish my goal. So he is going to make mixtapes and then travel to Tokyo to play for poor people. Yeah, and perform them live. Huh. There. Um, in, a, in addition, once the funds are available, it will be easy to accomplish my goal. I will buy round-trip plane, plan tickets to and Tokyo. Yeah, tickets. <laughs> From Tokyo to Japan. Um, Tokyo is the capital of Japan. Uh <laughs> He says round trip from Tokyo to Japan. And then I'm going to go back again. And then he's going to schedule studio recording times for mixtapes in which I will perform food and other basic living supplies. Um, And then once he's done with the Tokyo project, he's going to look for an event planner to assist him in doing underground performances for all of his supporters at no cost to his supporters. Um, And and I think... Isaac, you're killing me, man. And he thinks it's about time that he goes over the top only for a short period to do a service, then go back underground. He only I don't understand this term, so if anybody wants to translate this one for me, I only want taxable revenue, no yellow. I choose a different route. Like Virginia too much. Yeah, I I I don't get the I want taxable wow. revenue, no yellow. I go over the top for a short period, then go back underground. <laughs> Yeah. Wow! Can, can somebody explain that one to me? Yeah, I don't know that one. This and, is and weird. Then, and then he has a post post says, "I'm not. I am not a rapper. I'm a musician. For goodness' sake, I attempted to write Beyonce and Taylor Swift's EPs. What? Attempted? He attempted it. Oh, Thank you, Strizy. I, 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 I love. I love the risks and challenges. Not getting paid is the only risk and challenges. And of course, haters. Oh yes, of course, and haters. And he's oh, oh and just just for you ladies, I'm also willing to provide an. A, a additional service to the ladies. Pimp! Pimp! Sir Isaac. Uh, and the FAQ is actually pretty good, yeah, too. I Does s- Sir Isaac plan to use these funds to shoot people? <laughs> no. He really wants to do this project in its entirety. With that said, being an American, we all must protect ourselves. Is he single? Yes. He's single with no kids. Bit hard of hearing, so he adopted a speaking sign to deliver his messages. I, I think I can tell why he's single. <laughs> is, Sir, <laughs> is he a millionaire? No. End of story. I I gotta say, sometimes I feel bad about the sacks of the weeks. So I feel like this guy this guy has to be trolling Kickstarter, right? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I feel like some people are uh, like they just they're not quite sure what they're doing here, and so I feel bad being like, "Well, you're missing this." But yeah, uh, you can pledge. You can get a private concert for a dollar or more. Oh, I just realized Everyone, he, he has a SoundCloud. So have you listened to it? Pull some of that up. It's, uh, let's, let's, let's listen to this. Yeah. Salute to Mr. Derek Rose on becoming a New York Nick. I'm a boss, D Rose. I'm a boss, D Rose. I'm a boss, oh my gosh. D Rose. I already got the words memorized. D Rose. <laughs> okay. Is there uh, more? Go to the middle of that. Is there more? All right, we're not playing that on our. Uh, Take that to the impoverished, yeah, yeah, impoverished um, Tokyos. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Japanese people will understand that. <laughs> I'm glad we're not live. <laughs> um, I may need to remind myself to go edit that. <laughs> okay, this is really hilarious. This guy is... Um... Yeah, and Laser Norm is asking the question, though. <laughs> Can someone explain to me why how mixtapes are a community service? 
Yeah, he's doing he's doing the mixtapes. He's doing mixtapes. This has to be a troll, right? It's, it's, he's gonna do shows. Yeah, he's not, he's he's just really really special, and we shouldn't be making fun of him because it's just really. I'm also a service to ladies, pimp. Pimp. Well, that is a sack. Yeah, that is a definitely a sack. I'm if you guys don't know, I am not a fan of uh, pay for my trip to wherever wherever crowdfunding projects. <laughs> wow! 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 And this is definitely one of them. And sadly, guys, this is the end of this episode of the Kickcast. If you have suggestions for sacks of the weeks, or you know, pretty much any projects, kick shouts or anything, or if you just want to say hi, or if you want the secret on how to make Drew's awesome do, yeah, yeah. shoot us an email at kickcast at ktdata.net. <laughs> or leave us a comment on Facebook, facebook.com slash kickcast. Um, and I don't know. It, if you want to know if Drew's going to keep this hairstyle or not, you should follow him on Twitter. Um, yeah. At Night20 for him, at KT Data for myself, or at KitCast for the show. Um, and if you really want to go help Sir Isaac, um, what was it, Wells Fargo? Yeah, formerly um, known as Wells Fargo. Yeah, now he's coming uh, back. He's on going. There. Head on over and check out our show notes at KitCast.net. You get a private show for a dollar. Who wouldn't? Dollar. At no expense to you after that dollar. Once he, oh. once he gets back from Tokyo, yo. Pimp. Wow. Um, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Our our next episode is going to be, uh, what is today? The 5th? Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be July 19th, a day after my birthday, where I used to be... 25? <laughs> no. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> uh, but you guys, will, you guys will have to come and find out how old I actually am. I'll tell you on the next episode. If, dun, I, dun, dun. if I remember. The cliffhanger. There. Um, so, until then, my friends... See you later. Good night.